Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technisha. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Today is December the 8th, 2014, and I am your host, Technician. I'm glad that you're with me today. I hope everyone at Thanksgiving was blessful. We're coming into Christmas now, time to get those gifts. And if you feel that you haven't found the right gift, give me a call. I may can help you out there. But here with me, as always, we keep it motivating for you. We keep you inspired, and we keep it true. I'm here with Robert Sharp, motivation and manifestation expert. He's also the founder and the host and producer of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth radio show. And he's the author of great, great books. One is The Joy Potential, Where You Least Suspect It, and the newly released It's No Secret, Spirituality Bite. But I can't tell you more about it than Robert can. So I'm going to let him do all the talking about it and give you a little introduction to himself. Call in at 347-426-3751, and the chat line will be open up just for you. Robert, my man, how are you doing today? Good day, Technisha. I'm doing great. It's wonderful to be with you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you are so welcome. I love to have this um, type of shows where we're speaking on motivation, inspiring others to get out there and just change their lives for the better. Now, you do have great, wonderful books out, and I love just the topic, Joy Potential, where you at least suspect it, and your other book, It's No Secret, Spirituality Bite. Uh, it's a little catchy. It's, now, that was a catchy title. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was the whole idea. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, they're, but yeah, both of them are, are really about uh, living life more fully, you know, and, and, and being happy and just making things happen. Now, Since you're a motivation and manifestation expert, let's get into it. What what is manifestation for ones who don't know what it's all about? Well, manifestation is, to to me, it's just the the process of bringing something into being, you know, some some idea, some thought, um, just making things happen, you know, and you know the the whole idea of actually you know taking an idea and and bringing it in, in into reality that's really kind of been my focus for gosh for 25 plus years so um and and that's uh you know i i have a, a corporate banking background um where i was a trainer and and really did uh training programs and that kind of thing so um and then from there i went on to be an entrepreneur and, and created a a board game and then of course the the books and then the radio and you know that's just uh you know that's just to me that's what it's all about it's, it's just really you know, taking ideas and doing what it takes to bring them into being with the help of other people. 
Right, and I guess if truth be told, we're always manifesting manifesting if you look at it i mean the outer world is always an absolute reflection of our inner world yeah exactly yeah and, and I, I guess the key is is to um maybe direct what we manifest you know and, and make it uh make it happen to what we really want you know to to, to see in our world right robert what got you into doing what you do though what's the story behind it well, um, as far as you now the the whole idea of um, bringing inspiration to Earth, you know the the radio that I started a little bit over four years ago, and um, I was gosh, it was probably about uh, fifteen, seventeen years ago. Um, I had um, mm-hmm. someone who kind of. Uh, did a, a little bit of, um, you know, an intuitive kind of look at, you know, what my role in life was. And, and during that time, she just basically came out and said that, you know, what she saw is that that was what I was meant to do, to help bring inspiration to earth. And and that whole process of, again, of, of taking ideas, you know, I, I did business plans, all kinds of things. And, and so uh, about four years ago when I decided, I, I was for for years. I was behind the scenes in radio and, and broadcast radio. I helped right. produce and, and market some uh, friends shows. Um, never liked the sound of my voice, so I was always you know happy to be in the background, you know, and, and doing that kind of thing. And then. Um, and then in uh, 2010, I decided that, you know, if, if I was ever going to to try and um, make things happen, um, you know, I got kind of frustrated with some uh, some of the people that I was I was helping out because they would uh, they would just not uh, be motivated, you know, and, and, and when it came time to actually making their show happen, it was like, you know, dang, I can't, re- you know, I can't count on them, you know, to get done what I want. So I decided, you know, the only way the only person I could really count on was myself. And so I decided I'm going to go ahead and, and face my fear, you know, in my self-judgment of, of what I sounded like and just go ahead and, and try and uh, start my own show and see what would happen. And, and it's really just um, blossomed after that. And I'm, I'm really delighted with, you know, with the, the people that I've spoken with. Um, it's made my life fuller and it's also really helped um, a lot of listeners, you know, with their life as well. That is wonderful. I tell you, that makes living a thing of joy to me. Well, when you talk about manifestation, Robert, on a daily basis, how can this really help people, though? Well, you know, gosh, manifestation, you know, to me, it's um, really there's – you know, like you say, you know, every day, you know, we are doing, we're manifesting whatever. I mean, just by living, you know, we're we're kind of making happen, you know, in our world by just what we put our attention to, and mm-hmm. you know, whether whether it be you know the the positive aspects of life or the negative aspects of life, no matter right. what we put our attention to is what we bring into our reality. So, you know, for me, the the key really with um, directing what I want to manifest in my life, the key is to um, basically make better choices of who and what gets my attention. You know, and, and it's just a matter of, you know, eliminating some of the, you know, the the negative aspects, the people who are, you know, taking up my time and, and really not uh, contributing to what I want um, to happen for myself, um, spending less time on social media or, or television or whatever and, and actually directing my time toward accomplishing goals. 
So, um, and, and that's the key is you know, kind of to have in mind daily, you know, what it is that you want to achieve and, and work toward that. Right. Right. And I guess that goes with anything out there for, I guess we could take for instance, like I have heard some people say they made this amount um, probably in a year, a certain amount in a year, but now they're making it in a day. And I guess that could tie into um, manifestation as well. You're taking, you're taking your goals, your hopes, your wishes, and putting it all together now. Yeah, well, you know, and and that you make make a good point there, you know, and, and that um, with with regard to like making money, you know, and, and earning an income, um, you know, that <laughs> yeah. you know, that's a lot of folks focused on that, you know, and, uh, you know, and I am too, but um, no, but there's right. just, yeah, but there's just you know, there's just really a whole lot more, you know, to to that. I mean, yes, it's a, an important part of our life, but I think that if we focus solely on that, that we really mm-hmm. miss a, a whole lot of living, you know, that, that we really, um, you know, and that's where the, the joy potential part came in. And when I wrote about that was that, you know, yeah, you know, in that particular book, there's a character who has a, has a job that's kind of, you know, takes him back to early in the career, not earning as much, but in the long run, um, the the lessons learned from that particular job and the people that that character comes into contact with are so much more valuable than the dollars and cents. Right. Now, I guess we could probably go into accessibility. How can manif- manifestation be made more accessible, though? Um, more accessible. Um, well, you know, it's. I guess you know, to the key really is um, to uh, again, you know, keep your your goals in mind. Um, decide on what it is that you want to to make happen, and then devote the time and energy to that. Um, part of the 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 process though that is also real important um with manifestation is to not be attached to a particular method or outcome you know cuz sometimes as you go through your day or you go through life you know you have a particular mm-hmm. goal in mind you know and it's like i'm going to do this you know i'm going to take you know step a b and c and this is going to get me to what i want d you know, but, um, but but then along the way, all of a sudden something happens and you leapfrog. You know, it's like all of a sudden you get that call from someone you would never expect that kind of makes your book, you know, jump to the top of the charts, or you know, or, or you get something, some you know, wonderful publicity that you never even thought you would have gotten. You know, so so there, you know, I think that one of the keys is is to keep kind of like a, a goal in mind and work toward that, but be very aware of your surroundings and, and opportunities that come to you unexpectedly, you know, because they can really have some gifts that you, you know, that, I mean, cause we don't know the whole plan, <laughs> you know, there's just no way that we know right, the whole right. plan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so it, it's good to keep your options and, and your path um, open to uh, a detour or two. Right. That may, and that definitely makes sense. Um, Take the take the risk, but at the same time, be cautious of it. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. You know, and in, in you know, in, in, in taking risks, I mean, you know, I think one of the biggest obstacles, you know, to manifestation is fear. You know, um, you know, people really have. Um, I mean, fear really can uh, clamp down on people actually doing uh, doing what they want or, or taking a chance, like you said, you know, and and you know, it, it's gosh, it's just so important to just kind of you know face the fear, you know, and, and recognize right, right. that you know that sometimes you know things may not work out like you planned. You know, that's just the way it is, but right. that's okay. It's okay. It's, it's, you know, some people call it failure, but it's like, you know, it's, hey, you know, you try it and, you know, well, you learn, learn from it. Yeah, you learn from failure. And no one is saying necessary to just eliminate fear because you, you really can't do that. But you, I would say certainly to just use it, to trans, to transform it from something that inhibits one to something that gives one that adrenaline that makes that high level of achievement possible, Um. I think fearful things simply don't inspire fear anymore, but they come packaged with that conviction. And the challenge you really face out here is really an opportunity to grow and transform. That's basically, to me, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and you're right. You know that that adrenaline. I mean, the same adrenaline that that contributes to fear can contribute to excitement. So, and, and you know, and I, I I do that a lot. Whenever I find myself a little fearful of something, I you know I do a mental shift. You know, it's like okay, you know, let's just instead of fearing that, let me just think think of you know how exciting this could turn out. And and go from there, and it it really does. It, it's really amazing um, the the transformation that that can that can help you know in actually making something happen. It's right, I couldn't agree more with you, Robert. So, what are some of the most common obstacles to manifestation? Um, common obstacles to manifestation. Yes. Sir. Yes, uh, um yeah yeah well i i would say it's fear again is is probably number 1 you know and yeah, um okay. you know and that, and that can be you know fear of success failure uh fear of the unknown i mean there's just so many different shapes that it can take um and then i i would think the the next obstacle is lack of clarity you know um not really understanding you know what it is that you want to achieve um, and then I would say the the third may be discipline, lack of discipline, you know, and um, and so I, I kind of like to kind of sum that up. It's, it's like to run it, to face those fears, confront them, um, and then the you know get clear about what you want. Don't send out mixed messages to the universe like I want this. No, you don't. No, I don't. Yes, you know, just basically yes, this is what I want. And and then the the next thing is actually take action um, toward those goals. You know, a lot of times people just sit back and, and want to hope something into existence, <laughs> you know, and that just doesn't work. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I do understand. I definitely understand that. So what, uh, in your opinion, Robert, what is the role of a team in co-creative effort and goal attainment? Yeah, well, you know, and that's that's one of the areas I think that we um often don't give a whole lot of attention to. You know, and and the oh. the 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 whole idea of actually creating anything in our life 
comes with the the efforts of people around us. You know, I mean, it's it's uh, like publishing the book. I couldn't do publish the book without a publisher or a, a printing company. You know, and and um, actually getting it out there, you know, without the people like you, you know, having me on the show to talk about it, or readers and that kind of thing. Um, so whatever endeavor you want to undertake, um, it's real important to recognize that it's going to take other people to be involved. So um, the co-creative, I mean, I I approach everything, everything that I do from a co-creative perspective, like um, what what do I want to accomplish? Who do I need to um, involve in the process? Um, and and well, or what what do I need to get accomplished? And then who am I going to bring in to to help accomplish it? Um, and also with that aspect is um, what does the team member get from it? You know, I mean, it's like I, I'm a very much a believer in creating win-win you know scenarios, um, and everybody has their own specialty. You know, I mean, we have people who are, are creative, people who are marketing, people who are accounting. You know, there's just a whole variety of skills that people have. And when you pull together a team that kind of contributes to each area that you need, your ability to bring something into being is just so much more effective. Mm. It sounds, it, it is. It really is when you got everybody on the same page. Although it's just like my job, we were talking about that. You know, we have so many people with different personalities, um, different ways, and everything. But besides our differences and stuff, all that comes together, and we are a team. We work together no matter what. We're not going to always see eye to eye. We're not going to always agree. <laughs> That's the best part of life. But <laughs> as you were saying, you come together. Yeah. You come together as a team, and we work together, and we all that matters. Yeah, and you know, and and the beauty of that is, yeah, you, you know, you may not agree, but the the beauty is is that the the perspectives that the other people bring. Um, are all important, you know. I mean, it's like you know, if I'm going to bring a product, you know, into into the world, I'm going to want to know what a whole bunch of different people think about because I'm not, you know, there's not going to be a whole lot of me out there buying it. You know what I mean? There's going to be a whole lot of different right, people. Right. So you know, it it really makes things stronger when you have people out there that who disagree, you know, with with your view and provide a, a different perspective and and can um, can make the the goal achievement even stronger. I think. Right. So, what are you most proud to have manifested in your life? Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> um, what am I most proud of? Um, well, I, you know, I, I guess um, probably um, the radio. What I've done, what I've done, and, you know, in the books. I mean, they're they're just. I, I guess what I'm most proud of is is actually following my inspiration, following you know, really kind of um, where I'm guided. You know, and, and um, the fact that I, you know, am uh, less fearful and much more um, open to possibilities. You know, and so I mean, it, it's I guess you know that's probably you know as far as proud, I would say that that's I'm I'm really pleased with you know that that way that that has unfolded for me. 
Um, so, and, and you know, and, and there's just, I mean, lots of lots of different things. But you know, I'm, I'm really, to me, it's very um, satisfying and um, humbling. You know, when you know someone who who will learn something from a show, a guest that I've had on, or or a guest has helped somebody in their life. You know, just by um, me bringing the two together. You know, and um, so to me, that's that's a that's a wonderful thing. It is, and it sounds like you enjoy it so much. And that's the only thing I can say that truly can make someone happy is just always just be true to yourself. Do what makes you happy, because but in the long run, you're going to regret it. And that's the best that's the best advice anyone can give. But I'm glad that you were able to find your manifestation. So. What is one message you would pass on right now to someone looking to manifest their best self? Well, I, I, I think, like you say, you know, to find what makes them happy, you know, and what brings them joy. And what, um, it, it, first of all, you know, identify what that is and then cr- create more of it. You know, kind of mold their life and their activities, their friends, their acquaintances, their their job. Mold everything that brings more of that into their life. You know, and um, you know, one of the things that I think people sometimes uh, don't give a whole lot of attention to is their hobbies. You know, um, a lot of a lot of people look at hobbies as being you know, just something fun that takes up time that usually doesn't have any meaning other than, you know, help, you know, bringing them a little bit of joy. But to me, one's hobby is really uh, an area to look at to uh, to bring more joy. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's more than something to just take time. You know, it's it's really, uh, you know, if, if it's a hobby, if it's something that you you enjoy doing, um, no matter what it is, I mean, if it's uh, knitting or volunteering or, you know, whatever that it is, um, to, to look at that and and give it give it its proper due, you know. I mean, it's, um, you know, to, to me, you know, whenever I'm involved in any of my hobbies, um, those are very uh, meditative times for me. I mean, those are things where a lot of times I, you know, kind of, get some of those aha moments, you know, it's like, oh, that's mm-hmm. what that means. Or, oh, I know how to solve that now, you know. And, and that's why we're, it's during those times, I think, that inspiration can sneak in and just kind of open our eyes. Right. It's it's amazing. It really is. And that's basically what I can really, all I can say, it is. It is amazing. There's nothing more that you can't put with that after what you just said, Robert, because <laughs> it's so true. It's defining. This is the moment. I think the responsibility for everyone today should be is to see it in your in yourselves first and change it in your own self. When we could do that, we will see the world change. But who knows how long that's going to take it. I mean, the way this world is going. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you know, but it's so, one day at a time. You know, it's one day at a time, right. and and uh, you know, and and you know, to me, that's you know, also that's really one of the things that that I've really um, learned a lot about is that you know, you know, when you're you know trying to you know keep your goals in mind and working things, every now and then there will be life will 
throw you curveballs and kind of take you off track and you know, and at the end of the day, it's like, oh man, where did that day go? What you know, what did I do? What did I accomplish? And sometimes we really get hard on ourselves, and you know, and that's, you know, that's one thing I I hope that people, you know, kind of uh, you know take a second look at it. There's, you know, there's no reason to be hard on yourself, and you know, and if it's uh, you know, life throws you a little curveball here and there, or, or detracts and detours you, then that's okay. You know, it's yeah, like, oh, fine, you know. I, I got another day, I hope, tomorrow <laughs> to be able to do better. Right. Right. Catch it and I say throw it back. So <laughs> can you tell us can you tell us a little about a, a little about your journey? Let's say who you were maybe fifteen years ago as compared to now. Yeah, well, gosh, um, I would say, you know, as far as your journey, um, let's say I, I got my, my education was in psychology, and I thought I was going to go on, you know, after after college and, you know, work in the, the field of psychology, ended up being in banking, <laughs> which is like, okay, you know, not the farthest thing from, you know, that's why I ended up spending, you know, about a dozen years in banking and, and operations and that kind of thing. Then I ended up getting into um, training, um, um, and you know, training corporate people, and then from there, when banks did their downsizing, I ended up actually becoming a trainer at Denny's in their corporate office. You know, so I was like, from <laughs> from banking to restaurants, you know. So, um, and then about probably about um, um, about 20 years ago is really when I decided to uh, leave the corporate world. And just do the entrepreneurial kind of path, and and you know, in, in that in those in those days, I I was very much um, the support person. You know, it was kind of things that I did. I um, made did business plans for small um, small businesses and nonprofits, and like I mentioned, I was the behind the scenes uh, marketing and production for some broadcast broadcast radio. Um, and then, you know, um, after that, it was just, you know, I decided that it was time for me to, to be me, you know, to decide, to, you know, spend my time, you know, focusing on what I wanted to, to achieve. And, you know, and the radio, radio opened it up a lot you know um again it was one of those things I, I did not like the sound of my voice i still to this day you know prefer not to hear myself talk but um but i decided that you know when when the I, the opportunity came i just you know the the thought that came into my mind was get out of your way you know just get over it you know and do what you want and you know and, and mm-hmm. people listen great and if people don't that's fine too but at least you tried you know and um sure. so yeah, so you know, and 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 that's been really, you know, my focus originally was on just uh, self help and and kind of uh, spiritually, like yeah, focused yeah. types of of programming. And then um, last year, I um, this was interesting. This is one of those cases. Let me give you an example of how kind of things unfold and follow a path. I. About a year and a half ago, my my next door neighbor uh, knew that I mm-hmm. uh, had published a book. So he he saw in a oh. little in a local newspaper an advertisement for a a meeting of a local networking group of authors. And um, I mean, it was just a tiny little thing, and and he just brought it over to me, and it was you know that was on a Sunday, and they were meeting on Tuesday. That Tuesday, I thought you know I'm I should go to that. And then I thought no, yes. So I kind of did a little mental back and forth. 
Then I decide, okay, what the heck, I'm going to go to it. So I go to it, and I walk in, and there's only like six people there. I thought, oh, this is going to be a waste of time, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and again, you know, I'm putting all these kinds of evaluation on this, you know, whatever happened. But I ended up meeting several women there who had uh, written some uh, children's books, very inspiring children's books. Um, and then as a result of meeting them, I ended up you know, expanding my programming to have children's, a children's corner and, and an environmental awareness corner. And, so, and those have been some of my most popular shows. And so to me, it was like, you know, this was a perfect example of, first of all, a neighbor doing something unselfishly you know, thinking of me, just giving me that, that little ad, then me following through in and doing that. And despite my reservations as, as to what it was, where it was going to lead, um, I just followed through and it ended up being, you know, leading to some of my most popular programming and some of my most fun. You know, I mean, I, I loved speaking with, with authors who you know, focus on children and, and telling stories and fables. And so, I mean, it's, uh, you know, that was one of those examples where I did not have it in my plan. Um, but it was an opportunity that presented itself and I followed through and it led to something great. Exactly. You know, I was thinking about the fact when you said that you were working hard at being spiritual. And, and I mean, all of us do. We work harder to be spiritual, a better person, whatever it is. We work harder. And we always feel that we can't measure up to people's expectations. And that's why I said earlier, the thing is to make yourself happy first because you can't live up to nobody's expectations. No one can. We can't please everybody. And I realized regardless if we look at it or not, we're all spiritual in our own way. And I know that some people probably think, oh, probably not. But as we come from fear and return to fear, and I feel, like I said in the beginning, my responsibility is to be myself. Like you said, Rob, you have to be yourself. you got to, and that's the only responsibility. And I can't fail at that. I might, I might can fail at not doing this job right, but I can't fail at being myself. Nobody that's can. Right. If you fail at being yourself, that something is wrong. And I think that. I think the universe will be deprived of who we came here to be if we do, if we fail to be ourselves. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is so right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you know that, that. I mean, that is you know really the key. You know, like you say, to, to be yourself, right. to please yourself. Um, you're not going to please everyone. Um, you know, and Mm-mm. when I did the, uh, you know, it's no secret spirituality bites. I in that particular one, I I kind of list different topics of things that I've learned, you know, from the guests on the show. And and the whole idea of spirituality bites was that, I mean, it was twofold. Bite, of course, is the acronym for bringing inspiration to earth. But it's also the fact that, you know, sometimes we get bit on the butt, you know, with some of the things that we do, you know. And uh, some of them are, are not, you know, are a little bit challenging, you know, sometimes to go through. But but that's okay, you know. I mean, some of my most inspirational guests have pe- are, were people who actually had horrendous life experiences, but they came through it with stronger and more solid and more um, inspirational in the sense that they are out there telling their story, not hiding from it, helping people who are you know, going through the same challenge and making their life easier you know, as a result of what they went through. To me, that's, that's like, that's where it's all, what it's all about. 
That sure is what it's all about. And I want everybody to know that's what it's all about because we're going to come back with Robert Sharp and we're going to talk about his great book. So please hold tight. Do not touch that dial. We'll be right back after this commercial break. There's only one station that will keep you happy. Blog Talk Radio. We're taking more of your calls at 347-426-3751. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this commercial break. For over 70 years, Smokey Bear has asked you to use fire responsibly. Fire is due to an unattended campfire. Go time. Here's how you can stay on the front lines of preventing wildfires. Always watch your campfire before leaving. Drown it, stir it, drown it again, and feel that the fire is out cold. Oh, bullseye! And you won't need a visit from Dusty's team. Copy that. Visit SmokeyBear.com for more fire prevention tips. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. Happy birthday, Smokey Bear. The great outdoors and everyone in it thanks you for 70 years of wildfire prevention. For safety tips, visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. All right, we're back with Robert Sharp, who is the motivational and manifestation and also the author of Joy Potential, where you least expect it, and it's no secret, spirituality bite. So let's start, Rob, with the first book of Joy Potential, where you at least expected. What was the inspiration for the book? Well, now, see, that was interesting. Joy Potential was my first book, and I was told by someone in 1994 that that I would be writing, you know, like 25 years later, a book that would be published. And I was like, oh, man, I have to wait that long before I, I do that? And so in the interim time period, I tried writing a book, you know, the book, whatever that book is going to be. And it it always came out like a training program. (laughs) I was like, oh, this isn't going to work, you know. Um, So um, one day, first of all, one of my my biggest joys is every day I walk in the morning. And to me, uh, you know, a little nature walk in the morning is what really gets me balanced and grounded for the day. And I, you know, I get a whole lots of uh, inspiration during that time period. And one day I was out walking and I mean, literally stopped in my tracks that the, the plot and the ending for what would become joy potential um, came into my head. I mean, it was just like, boom, there was, there was uh, exactly what I wanted to write about. And so I ended up, I came as soon as I got back home. I sat down to the computer, opened up a file, called it book for for a good you know few months. It didn't have a name for it, and um, and then each day, each day that I walked, I got a little bit of insight as to what I was going to write about. And um, I didn't um, now. A lot of people when they write, a lot of writers will uh, sit down and have an outline, you know, and then that kind of go through and know what they want to say, and then they'll fill in the you know, the chapters. Um, And I tried to do that a couple times during this process, but it didn't work. For me, it was, I mean, it was strictly, I walked 
figured out what I was going to write, would would go home and write it. On days that it rained and I couldn't walk, I sat down at the computer to write, and it it just didn't work. (laughs) I mean, it was the oddest thing. I think it was my spirit guides trying to get me to exercise, but but uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna walk. You're gonna walk. Earn, you know, we're gonna make you walk for this. But um, so but it, that's how it all. That's how it all happened. You know, and and, and each day, and it truly, um, technician probably, um, like three or four months into it, I truly got excited when I went to walk because I really wanted to find out what was going to happen next. I truly didn't know what was going to happen next until I walked. I mean, it was the strangest, um, it was a wonderful experience, but I mean, it was just so odd, you know, and, um, and I, and I loved, you know, the, the way that it unfolded the characters and, and, um, yeah, so that, that's kind of how the, the inspiration for it came. Oh, well, I'm I'm so glad that you did find out that walking, um, I'm glad you found out the answer behind it after you walked. <laughs> and walking is good for you. Everybody <laughs> needs to be walking. Right. They yeah. always need to say walk the key. Walking don't kill you unless you already had a bad heart. So walk on, everybody. <laughs> Get that walking in. So, um, yeah. you know, the story, the story is told in the first person without really identifying the character why did you choose to write it that way? Yeah, now, and that that was one of the. And what's interesting is, of course, now a lot of people who know, you know, that I'm the writer will um, insert me as the character. And quite honestly, the 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 what the character goes through, the challenges, the fear, the negative chatter in this in the mind all of that's mine <laughs> you know all of that is with with a, a few you know thrown in from you know people who kind of called into the show or, or, that are some real common um challenges that we think and and the reason that I put it in the first person without identifying is because I wanted the reader to if if they came to a point where let's say like the the character was fearful of it, the character has a radio show internet radio show and they were going to have a guest on that was somebody uh, something that they normally didn't have so the character was just like fearful of even of having this person on and what if you know what if it bombs you know what if all of a sudden i lose everybody who listens to my show and and all of that kind of things so i would so i wanted the the reader that if they came across something like i'm fearful of blank that if it's something that they were fearful of i wanted them to be involved in the story in the character to so that when the character works through the issue that they can work through it for themselves so that was kind of why i did it's like just you know because a lot of times we have that stuff you know i can't do this or i should be doing this you know and uh, all all those kinds of you know should oughta can't you know all of those things that kind of hold us back um you know we all have them to a degree and so i just wanted the, the i just wanted the reader to say you know i can identify with that you know it's not it's robert's thing it's just like that's my thing you know right and that's what we find in books that's what makes us get a book because we find that similarity. This is about me. You're not writing about you anymore. You're writing about me. So that's a good thing. I'm glad that you did something like that, took that take on and said, oh, okay, well, I'll give you a few pointers. Okay, and this is is what's going to happen. I don't need to hear that. I need to know that you experienced this 
that you're on the same page with me. So that's that's a good seller for me. That's that's a good author. I think that's that's what makes a good writer. Yeah, you know, it, it was it was a challenge because a lot of times there was me and right. I, and, and I had to be careful of you know, mm-hmm. and, and right. it was funny because my my older brother is a teacher, and uh, and uh, I, it came out that you know that the character was never identified. He thought what? So he actually had to go back. He went back and went line by line to make sure <laughs> that I did not I did not identify. And he wrote back. He says, you know what? You're right. You didn't. <laughs> So, but it was kind of funny. So that's that's kind of why I did that, you know. And, and the whole idea is just to to help people along, you know, giving just a different perspective of the way, you know, life kind of uh, treats us. Right. Now, the main character in it in the book is long time un- unemployed, going to temporary job. Why that said it? Yeah, yeah, that was um, you know, the character again. Um, like you say, is uh, was a long. I mean, it's a mid midlife person who ends up going and taking a temporary job, something that they did you know decades before. And and the reason that I put it like that was first of all is that because right now there are just a whole lot of people <laughs> you know that are that are unemployed you know, and people are actually having to do that you know, having to to take jobs that they maybe did years before that are aren't um as high pay you know as they maybe have have earned in you know along their path and and so it was the the whole idea was um for people to recognize that even if you have to take a job that is something you did years ago or something that you know is not high paying that there is something that can be gained from doing that you know, and um, you know, so that that was really primarily, and you know, and and the fact of uh, I was in in that, and, and then that also that character takes a graveyard shift, which is um, to me that would be like an ultimate challenge. I'm a I'm a day person, so I mean, I kind of wanted to figure like what would be what would be my nightmare, <laughs> you know, that would, be, that would be it. So that that was kind of why, you know. But again, you know, for people to recognize that. Even in situations where you think you don't have anything to gain, uh, there is something there. Right, and I, you know, uh, a lot an awareness of missed opportunities plays a major part in the book. Would you explain the reason for that focus? Yes, yes. Now, missed opportunities. You know, that's that was an interesting one. Now, one of the um challenges of of writing the book like I did you know having things unfold as as I walked was that you know if there was something that I wanted to include as far as uh, like a message that um I you know sometimes had to go back and insert and missed opportunities was one of those examples um for me one of the things that really um kind of gets me going is that, you know, people are uh, a lot of times asking for guidance or for help or I want this, I want that, I, you know, and they're, they're focused on the goals. But a lot of times um, they're presented with opportunities, but they just let a, the opportunity slide. You know, they they don't respond. And, you know, and, and for me it was like as a radio host, I'm sure you know, I mean, there are times when, 
People have come to me and said, I'd like to be on your show. It's okay, great. You know, let me look at, yeah, you look like you'd be a good guest for my show, my, my listeners. So go ahead and, and let's pick a date. But then all of a sudden they don't respond. It's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, you wanted, you wanted to be on the show. You know, I think it's great, but you, you don't follow up. And, and so to me, that was, you know, and that happens, I think, in, in life. You know, we, we want to maybe get a better job, and all of a sudden, you know, somebody says, "We well, you know so and so is looking for for help," and it's like, "Well, yeah, maybe no," you know, and they, and they don't follow through, and it's like, you know, to me, anything that you want to achieve in life or that you want from life has to come through people and opportunities, <laughs> you know, and if you don't follow through with them, then you have no right, in my opinion, you have no right asking for anything. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, if, you know, if the universe of God is going to give you an opportunity, then you better follow through with it. You know, and and um, and so anyway, so to me, it was it was to me, and it was really missed opportunities was one of those areas that I put in joy potential, but I also even put it in the spirituality bites. To me, it was such a major. Um, part of life that I think people um, really miss the beat, you know, when it comes to that, you know, because they they project either success or failure or um, or maybe usefulness or not onto an opportunity without ever really trying, you know, and and to me that's like that's again it's one of those like big obstacles to manifestation, you know, is that you you opportunity knocks. You open up the door and then you close it up, you know, rather than open the door right. and walk through it. That's how God is. God going to keep, God going to knock on it so many times. And if once you keep refusing to open that door, he's going to be lost. <laughs> Nobody wants to exactly. And especially yeah. when opportunities are in your face, it's best to go on and grab those. You know, you don't get opportunities to come in. Oh, I'm going to knock at your door. Here I am. So if an opportunity comes and you pass it up, then oops. Bump you. One time one time you're a fool, the second time you're a dummy. So third time strike out. It's over. Like <laughs> this exactly. is the moment. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There was actually in in the spirituality bites book. I I start each section with like a quote, and and the one that I had for okay. that particular one is and opportunities come and go is is from a, a guy named William Ward, and he says opportunities are like sunrises. If you wait too long, you miss them, and it's like you know that that's just it, and. And uh, yeah, true. you know, and and you know, I agree with you. You know, if, I mean, if you keep slamming the door, you know, God's gonna move right on and say, "Hey, I'm not gonna deal with Robert anymore. He just he doesn't listen." <laughs> you know, I give him right. plenty of opportunities. So yeah, right. You so want to anyway. still be hard headed, so I'll let you learn your lesson. Now that's a good <laughs> really. Um As I said yeah. before, it's no secret spirituality bite. Why that title? I, I love it though because it really just grabs you. Uh, well, the "It's No Secret" part um, is like a little play on that movie—the uh, movie "The Secret." You know, the one that talks about the law of attraction, and if you want something, mm-hmm. you can have it just by by aligning with the know. law of attraction. Well, I just personally—this is just my personal feeling—is that I just got so tired of the law of attraction because the 
the idea, and, and even I went, even went back to watch the beginning of the movie, and it was like, you know, if you want this, you want your job, you want money, you want, you know, a, a life, uh, a wife, or a great relationship, then you can have it. It's just a matter of attracting what you want. And, and like life is going to bring it to you, and it's like that is not the case, you know. I mean, this, if that were the case, then every single person who played the lottery would be a winner. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you know, because everybody's going to want to attract that. But, but um, so the whole idea of you know, it's no secret. Is it was first of all was the fact that it's it's a it's a lot more than just you know trying to attract something to you, and then and then also the the fact of that um, living life happier and more satisfying isn't a secret. It's just a matter of, you know, creating situations, first of all, setting your mind to what you want and to be happy, to choose to be happy, you know, despite of, you know, what circumstances in life you are, and then just um, be, make better choices. I mean that's that's it's all it boils down to is making up your mind and making better choices. So that was it. And again, the spirituality bites was uh, the little play on words about you know bite um, being um, the acronym for things that I've learned from the show, um, and then also mm-hmm. the the sometimes uh, biting nature of some of the things that we encounter in life. Now you use a different approach to the topic of spirituality and self-development. Some have called it cynical or negative. What is your opinion of that view? Yeah, that was yeah, and that was, you know, a surprise to me when I first did that. Um when I first um published um It's No Secret, um I did get that from people who had who had also read Joy Potential. Cuz now Joy Potential is, is these two are just very different books. Um and the at first, I thought, you know, why is it they're thinking that it's negative and, and cynical? And then I realized that really the approach that I take with it's no secret is I'm just I just kind of call it like I see it. You know what I mean? Right. That's one of the, no one of those things that it's yeah. You know, it's, it's like you know we have expectations. Here's what what good expectations can do and here's what bad expectations can do or or challenges Mm -hmm. that it can do um you know and and, um you know basically a lot of these the different topics um it was just um this is the the upside and the downside to it and then you know then i kind of so in in the it's no secret. Um, I just basically take a, a real approach, you know, from not, no sugar coating. Life is going to be peachy keen always, you know, life's not going to hand, hand you any kind of, um, you know, uh, curveballs, you know, but, but when it does, I take it, it will. And when it does, here's how you can cope with it better to make your life happier and a little less stressful. Well, anything that don't sound the way people want it to sound, they'll call it cynical or it's negative if it's not on their page level. If you don't agree with them, then it's not right. So, you know, it's like, eh, I leave those type of people to the side. Right, because if I don't agree with you, you're not going to like it either way. So I'm not going to be fake. Yeah. And it boils, down, it boils down to what we said earlier, Robert. I need to be true to myself because I can't fail at being myself. I will fail if I try to be what you want me to be. So yeah, 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 so, so, yeah, you know, yeah like it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, 
Now, you know, this is a rather small book, which is really, it's not too small. Like um, my sister-in-law's son gave me a book, and his was only 18 pages, and I was looking like that. (laughs) And you want want $20 for this um, 19-page, I didn't understand why you want $20 for a 19-page book, but (laughs) anyhow, I hope you're not listening (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad I did get it. I'm glad I did get it for free. <laughs> but um <laughs> it's only now your book is only ninety pages. Did that create any concern for you? Well yeah, you know, that was one of the you know, when I went through and was kind of pulling together the topics that I thought were really important. The things that I that mm-hmm. I've learned that I have, you know, that have made my life easier because of things I've learned from people. When I when I put it together I'm, I really didn't, of course, look really at how long it was going to be. I just ended up pulling it together, putting it in, in the in the format, you know, and then kind of let it fall where it may. And as soon as I saw that, I thought, well, you know, this is kind of small compared to a lot of books. I mean, you know, out there. But and, and I have read smaller ones too, you know, like like you. But um, but uh, I, I thought, well, you know. It's. I could probably wait and, and add some more things and make it bigger, but but to me it was that was it. I mean, I thought, you know, these are the important things that I really want people to know now, and um, that I think that can start helping people now. And you know, whether it's big or not, it, it, it doesn't really matter. The, the important part was, you know, just kind of putting out the my my perspective. Um, in in that particular book too, I uh, have certain actions that people can take that I've taken, you know, to make my my life better, and so you know I, I basically put it in there and and I've really been pleased, you know, I've gotten some feedback from people who like, I've like um, one woman who is a nurse uh, in Reno read this one section called Evil Exists and Remet. Well, she had a, a supervisor that uh, the the staff had been appeasing for a long time and then after she read that section realized that she needed to do something about that and did and it shifted the whole the whole staff just by by um realizing that she it was her responsibility to confront you know someone who wasn't being proper you know so so that right. that was kind of, and that's kind of the goal you know it was just for people to think about their life what they can do to make it easier and actually take action to do that. Well, by reading your book, I hope people will learn that from these books. Uh Robert, what what can people actually purchase these books and the ebook? Yes, um all of the books I uh, if people go to my website which is www.biteradio.me that's b i t e radio.me. Uh I have a link that says books and right there, there's a. Um, they can click on either the Joy Potential or the It's No Secret Spirituality Bites, and each of those pages has links to either the eBooks through Amazon, print books there, um, and there's also uh, iBooks. I mean, there's virtually every every format that you could want. There's a link um, in in each of those pages. Well, Robert, you know, before we leave, you know, we have a world that changes before the wildest imaginations ever what is your message to to this younger generation who are our future well you know and and this is and it's really interesting i I think it's to to 
make a difference to do they they can make a difference you know i had i had on my uh children's network um so i had a pair of teens teen kids um olivia and carter reese they have an organization right there in atlanta or right out, outside of atlanta called one more generation and they're teens right now like 13 14 and um their goal is preserving um endangered species for one more generation they just got an award um a national award that was has them recognized for their efforts you know they've um worked with rhinos and it was just something that they felt passionate about their dad is helping them i mean they're making a difference so yeah so i mean it's for for kids out there it's first of all you can make a difference especially in today's world you know where where social media connections are everywhere um if you have something that you really feel it's really important to change um go ahead and, and tell your parents tell your friends and start doing something start organizing it and making it happen because they can Well, I don't think we could get any better advice from you than that. Today, people, let not your fear control you. Let no one change you. The only person you can, as we said before, is yourself. You cannot fail at that. Robert, I thank you so much for coming on to the show and sharing us your advice and giving us your wisdom. Well, thank you, Technisa. This has really been fun. I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much for having me as your guest. You're welcome, and happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you, and and to you as well. And may uh, 2015 be recognized all your dreams come true. (laughs) That's right, and thank you so much. Um, Before I leave the air of the day, the truth of the day for my friend Mary Ellen is this. Always share your joy with somebody else. Create your life like a river, constantly flowing with mercy, compassion, and kindness. Share your life with others as this sharing of joy in your life will come back to you. When you are generous with others, God is generous with you. Like a river, become willing to change your course. Do not become stubborn or unwilling to share. This creates lack. Know that when something is not working, God, the universe is telling you to be flexible enough to change your course. Today, share your joy, especially during this busy holiday season. Enjoy the day, everyone, and go out there and inspire someone. And if they don't want your inspiration, then as we said, too, hey, opportunity on knocks once. You knock twice, but the third time you got to move on. Three strikes you out. God bless you, and I'll see you the next time on the Bright Side with Technician. Thank you for tuning in to the Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.